What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome, everybody, to today's installment of the Red Zone Report. I am your host, Izzy, and this show is brought to you by PLB Sports and Entertainment, the makers of Josh's Jacks, the JA17 line of coffee, and the Diggs 14 line of hot sauces. Welcome to the show. Please enjoy yourself. Welcome, everybody, to the Red Zone Report. I am your host, Izzy, and I am very elated to have a special guest today. He is the host of the Buffalo Blitz right here on the Built-In Buffalo Network on Tuesdays, 8 p.m., I believe it is, and he is Peter DiBiase. What's up, Pete? What's up, Iz? How are you doing tonight, my man? Doing all right, doing all right. Did I get that time right? Yeah, Tuesdays, 8 p.m. on everything Built-In Buffalo, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You got it right. Let's go. All right. So we're here to talk about the defense and how this is truly McDermott's defense. My man Kim is in the comments as always. Happy Palm Sunday to you, mm-hmm. Izzy, and yours, Izzy, or to you and yours, Izzy. Thank you, Kim, as always. Welcome to the show, my man. Um, so the Bills defense, uh, it's going to look a little different this year, huh, Pete? Yeah, 100%. Obviously not having Frazier for the year and uh, most likely the future. Obviously we don't know that situation. And then McDermott and then obviously – lose Tremaine Edmonds so that obviously the uh the personnel changes and the scheme and it's interesting I'm also I'm also excited for it because it's maybe the change is needed and it's because it hasn't got done or hasn't got the job done in the playoffs like we've won but yeah it's definitely gonna look a little different yeah I agree um you know when you look at Leslie Frazier and Sean McDermott defensively speaking uh Leslie Frazier has not coached the defense to the Super Bowl and Sean McDermott has a lot of people would argue yeah. that we've been running Sean McDermott's defense this whole time, but I'm 90% sure that Leslie Frazier has been calling the defensive plays, which means that you have Frazier calling McDermott's defensive scheme, maybe not fully comfortable in it, and that could be part of what the change was needed. This could have been a courtesy to Leslie Frazier where he 
needed a break. And then the bill said, all right, well, uh, we're going to let you go or you can take this break and then go elsewhere after that and see how this goes um, and, and give Sean McDermott his go at this. And if it doesn't go that great, you know, maybe they bring Frazier back. I don't know. But um, I think that it's necessary for both Frazier and the team. You know, Frazier's getting up there in age. A break isn't bad for people sometimes. Um, and, you know, if he doesn't come back, good luck to him. Well, yeah, I think going into the offseason or post Bengals um, game, people talked about how they wanted to change. And this is more when I'm talking about people. I'm talking about like social media people, Twitter people, how they yes. wanted to change on the defensive side of the ball. And they wanted the scheme to be changed. And they wanted potentially Leslie Frazier because they think he hit a peak. And, yeah, when we when I woke up that morning when he was uh, not a coach anymore, when he was no longer a Bills coach, I was excited. I was not excited because I thought – Said it's probably not the right word because I thought Frazier did a really good job. Because look, they've had number one ranked defenses. They've had mm-hmm. multiple double digit win seasons. They've had great defenses, great secondaries, um, somewhat postseason success. But they haven't got the job done against Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes in the postseason. And then in order to get to the Super Bowl, you're going to most likely have to do that unless somehow you mm-hmm. get lucky and don't face either of those two. So I think it was a needed change, and I think people talked about it, but. I would say I was a little surprised when there was no defensive coordinator officially announced, but by the time it happened, the Bills kind of quote unquote missed out on the Vic Fangios of the world, those type of defensive coordinators, so they couldn't go get them. Even if they wanted, maybe they never wanted. Maybe they never wanted to go get that type of guy and they wanted to keep Sean McDermott in. But it was definitely an interesting situation when it came to offseason. And I know a lot of Bills fans, um, maybe not rightfully so, but they were definitely excited with Frazier leaving. What's up, A Rich? Yeah, it's our guy right there. Uh, I'm glad he's back in the fold too. He, he helps out a lot. But uh, yes. yeah, so Frazier, um, again, I think more conservative in running a scheme that's not necessarily his own, even though it's similar. You know, McDermott's scheme, more quarters defense, you know, cover six, cover three type deal, whereas Frazier's more of a cover two kind of guy, uh, Tampa two, if you will. And, you know, that's a, a good defense. It's won Super Bowls for some teams, but, you know, we got to see Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. We have to be more multiple. We have to be more aggressive. And like you said, we're going to have to see Joe Burrow and or Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs in order to go to the Super Bowl. Like if we're on one side of the bracket and we see Kansas City first and we beat them, the likeliness is we're still going to see Joe Burrow in the AFC Championship game or vice versa. Or you're going to see Justin Herbert or Lamar Jackson or somebody. You're going to see most likely Trevor Lawrence. I don't know. You're going to see a competent quarterback. You're not going to see. Yeah, like, like Eagles, inter- like their playoff run was very interesting because you got like Daniel Jones and the Giants, and then you had the Brock Purdy in the NFC Championship with the 49ers, and then he gets injured. You get Josh Johnson. Like the odds yeah, that happens, hurt. yes, yeah, the odds that happens is very unlikely. Would it be mm-hmm. awesome? Because I don't care how the Bills get to the Super Bowl, I'm on board for that. But if you're gonna play it, you're gonna play Burrow, you're gonna play Mahomes, Herbert. You're going to play a legit elite quarterback, and your defense has to be aggressive. Your defense has to – like, is when I talk about Frazier's defense, I don't know if this was Frazier, I don't know if it was McDermott, but if you go back to that picture, that Bengals game, that play, I don't know, it was third or fourth down. It was like third or five, fourth or five, whatever, and they're playing off coverage. They're not playing press on a slippery, wet field where it's hard for also them to get traction, but also the receivers, and you give up that five yards, and you give up that first down. Like mm-hmm. that image just it kind of sits in my brain thinking I'm like, we needed a change. And I would hope that pre- we don't see that type of defense in that situation. Obviously there's time and place for that type of defense, but not in that type of situation. So that's what kind of rings the bell for me. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I agree with you. Like if you guys, 
if it's slippery out there, you don't want to give them an inch because they can just kind of jog to the first out at that point. Like yeah. you're trying to sprint to get to them, they're jogging. No, thank you. Like they, they got they really have to be better about that. And that's I think that's where McDermott comes in as the more aggressive coach when it comes to the defensive side. And I don't I'm not sure that he wanted to go get another defensive coordinator. Right. No. He just had another defensive coordinator running his scheme <clears throat> and it, it just didn't work as good. Unless Jim Schwartz was out there available, maybe you know, you go get him who runs a very aggressive wide nine four three defense. But it wouldn't have been a terrible idea, but you know we've seen that before and, and it was great here, but we have different players now, so I'm but, glad that we get to see something different. Like if they came with Vic Fangio, they wanted to hire Vic Fangio. He would probably sign, come in, but he was like, "I'm running." But he would probably want to run his style. I don't know his style of defense, um, but he would want to run his defense. And I'm assuming yeah. in Miami, they're not running Mike McDaniel's style of defense because that doesn't exist. They're running Correct. Vic Fangio's style of defense, so that entices him. If he comes to Buffalo, they're running Sean McDermott's style of defense. So it kind of like, do you really need a defensive coordinator? They they signed um, it's Al Holcomb, the senior yeah. defensive assistant that he worked with in Carolina. Like that's a guy that's it's going to be a, maybe a, some. I heard Ryan Talbot talking about it on one of on the pod, one of his podcasts. How maybe Holcomb is going to be that bird's eye view type of defensive player, um, yeah. coach for McDermott. So McDermott's on the field, and then you have a guy in the bird's eye view helping McDermott with defensive plays and with the calling or what to do in the next possession, what didn't work. So I think there's a lot of avenues for the Bills to work. But like you say, like if Vic Fangio or like a defensive corner to that level, former head coach comes in, he wants to run his defense. That's why he fits in Miami because you have the offensive style head coach. Yeah. Uh, my guy Chris here, my guy from the round table, what up? So he obviously watched my buddy Dan Mitchell at the round table. Uh, appreciate you being here. I don't think I've seen your name here before, but welcome. Uh, Lance and a bunch of the built-in Buffalo guys are in here. Go Bills. What up, gentlemen? Ben, not break. Run the ball. Yeah, uh, those are a lot of good points. Um, I think that the Bills not having a defensive coordinator is not that serious. It's not like the Patriots last year not having an offensive coordinator. Like, their head coach was defensive. Then Matt Patricia, who's a defensive coordinator before, never an OC. And then you had Joe Judge, who's a special teams coordinator before, never an OC. Like, you had nobody with with, with the expertise to run an offense. And a non-elite quarterback and a quarterback that's still developing. Yeah. Like you you have to give a quarterback like Mac Jones, somebody who can actually operate that scheme. We're not talking about that with the Bills. We're talking about Sean McDermott, who can say, All right, we're gonna give you weapons on offense, right? We're gonna get we're gonna get these fast guys, we're gonna let you on offense. You're gonna cook, Dorsey, right? We're gonna give you this offense, get it right. Don't make me step in. Just you get you do your thing. We were top five last year, step it up. Protect our quarterback. We'll give you the offensive linemen. We'll give you the, the receivers that we can. I'm going to take the step over here, run over the defense, and take care of that. That is far less concerning to me than what the Patriots ran with last year. Um, and for good reason. Tom McDermott was a great defensive coordinator, and that's why he's here. Yeah, I like, yeah, the Patriots situation is, was one, a horrible situation, and one kind of I've never seen in the NFL to my recent memory. Um, I, I don't think I've, I, I, there definitely has been teams that don't run with an, a true offensive corner. It has definitely had to have happened. I don't remember, but you're running Mac Jones out there, who I don't think is a future star in this NFL, but you're still developing. You still invested a first round pick in him. So if you think he's a star and you think he can be the star, you should do everything you can do to develop him. And then not having any sort of offensive play callers on that team, Bill Belichick, not an offensive guy. We've seen that. Joe Judge, like you said, special teams, and Matt Patricia, 
a defensive guy. Matt Patricia is a defensive coordinator. Like, it made no sense. So this is a totally different situation, I think. Absolutely. And you're not having, like, trying to develop a quarterback because that, that's not a thing on the defense. And you also have leaders on this defense. Von Miller, when he comes back, you have Jordan Poyer. You have Matt Milano. You have Micah Hyde. You have Trey White. You have elite, elite, elite players on this defense. All pros. And all pros and leaders and guys that I would trust. I would trust Jordan Poyer to be the captain of the defense or Micah Hyde or Von Miller. You have guys that you trust that have won games for you that know your system and know what you want. This is not going into a full rebuild with this defense. So it's, it's not a bad situation. It could be a great situation for the Bills because this is, like you said, Sean McDermott's an elite defensive coordinator. This is why he got the job. This is why yeah. he's the head coach of the Buffalo Bills. So why not let him use his best strength? I don't think this is a bad situation. I think if you read into it more, if you understand it more, if you listen to us, which is a good thing to do, I think it's a great situation for the Bills to be in. I agree. And like Cameron Tal here says, 17 teams have their head coach calling plays in some fashion. Uh, surprised it took McDermott this long to take over. Uh, I'm not sure if I'm surprised, but, uh, you know, I, I definitely agree with that that sentiment is that, you know, it's not it's not crazy to have your head coach calling plays for you. Like, more than half the NFL's coaches do. So now we're adding one more to that pile. Uh, but we'll go ahead and uh, go on to the uh, the units, so Ooh, to speak, on the defense. It is. You see, we, we got a super chat. Yeah, yeah. We, Lance, I posted yeah. that. Yeah, bills are the best, plain and simple, just like my guy Peter. My guy Peter is definitely one of the best, definitely one of my favorites. Thank you. Thank you. What about the middle linebacker situation? We are going to get there. Don't worry. It's a fun conversation. Stick around and you will see. All right. So, first thing we're going to cover is the defensive line, right? The defensive line looks like it's mostly set. If if no changes are going to be made, then. You know, we're rolling with basically Ed Oliver, Daquan Jones, Jordan Phillips, and uh, Tim Settle in their defensive line, a defensive tackle. The edge is AJ Epinesa, it's Von Miller, it's Groot, it's Basham. Who's uh, the fifth? The fifth, uh, you never know. It could be uh, Kingsley Jonathan, or it could be uh, one of those other guys who, who was the guy last year that, that played really well? I think it was number 59. Was that Kingsley Jonathan, or was that? Yeah. Uh, I'm looking at the depth chart right now. Kingsley Jonathan's listed at number 59. So. Yeah. So that he last year he actually looked really good coming off the edge. Was it that the Bears game? Time, it was the Bears I'm not game. Sure, I, don't, I don't remember which game it was, but he, I remember him, and he was all mm-hmm. go no breaks. He was like, like what freaking uh, Salah in the Jets was talking about. We're gonna be all gas, no breaks. Mm-hmm. That's that's how that kid played. I was actually impressed with him. I was mm-hmm. upset that we let him go the following week. I was like, what are we doing? Yeah, this this guy showed me something, and he's gone. But you know, he's he's back. So cool. Could wait. Oh, we got the black black Panther here. Could that ahead. Ed Rusher be a drafty? Could that fit could be? There? Could it be an early day three pick, late day two pick? Could be. It could be. Depends on how they go. They could trade back and, and get more picks. They could yeah. trade up from later on in the draft. They could trade a player and acquire multiple picks. Yeah. There's different ways they could do this. Um, they, I mean, you know, they could stand pat and draft one at 91 or at 130. So it just really depends. Yeah. But uh, the Bills defense with Frazier has was bend but don't break during the regular season, but in the playoffs, consistently broke. Yes. Agreed. Sad. Sad. I'd take Jonathan over Lawson. Uh, I don't know about that, but Jonathan did rush the passer better than Lawson. So I'll, 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 yeah, I'll, I, I think Shaq Lawson always can come back. Yeah. Like if the Bills, He's going to be cheap. Could the Bills, like, think about, like, you know what? If our guy that we like in round four in the edge rusher, we don't get or something, for example, 
and let's not reach on a guy in round four, that an edge rusher will bring back Shaq Lawson. But if they like a guy, yeah, if they like a guy in the draft, that's not going to be, I don't think they're going to use a day one pick or a day two pick, most likely, unless they trade back, like you said. Does a guy they like, cheaper, fifth fifth, uh, edge rusher, kind of maybe potentially develop? And Yeah. yeah, that could be a legit option. KJ Henry comes to mind for me. The edge rusher from Clemson, because I think you can get him maybe probably round three, probably round four. And I think he was kind of overshadowed by some of the players, Mike Miles Murphy and Brian Brisey um, at Clemson. So that's a guy I would totally target. Also, Simpson. Simpson, you have have a bunch of players on that defense that were solid. And, you know, Simpson's another guy who might have, they might have been like, well, he maybe he was this good because we had this guy. Yeah, 100%. But uh, so the defensive line, you know, um, I don't know. You know, it's, they could look at keeping just four defensive ends on the roster, going five defensive tackles. I mean, last year we had Settle, Jordan Phillips, uh, Oliver, Daquan, mm-hmm. and we had one other guy, didn't we? Brandon Bryant. Yeah. Well, actually, I think we kind of rotated guys off the practice squad. Into the Eli Anku played a little bit at the D tackle yeah, position. Yeah. yeah it was- uh, I think That's they need to invest in another one technique. Honestly, I, I want I want another big fat bastard behind uh, Daquan Jones. I need to, we need Tim Settle to be more productive. I don't know if he's capable. He's got the heart, but the I love Tim Settle. I love Tim Settle. I think I just yeah I agree. I know he's I got know, the heart. Think... It's just you know heart is one thing, but you have to have some skill. If I got a guy who's got a good heart, but is has all the skill he needs, mm-hmm. give me that guy over the guy who's no skill and all heart. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think Daquan Jones and Ed Oliver, like I know Ed Oliver's been on that trade rumor block, and when I mean trade rumor block, I mean the social media trade rumor block because that's yeah. what Ed Oliver's been on. There's been no like factual, and I don't think they're moving off Ed Oliver this year. I, everything that Bean has and McDermott have said, they like Ed Oliver. Uh, so I think Daquan and Ed Oliver going into this year, I think that's a really good combo at the D-tackle position. And I think we missed Daquan in that Bengals game a lot. I think people we kind did. of sleep. I think people absolutely – look, does that change the game? Probably not because we played like absolutely you-know-what in that game. I think it but I do think we missed Daquan Jones because we got gashed up the middle. So I think him and Ed Oliver together, fully healthy, that's a really good tandem at the D-tackle position. Jordan Phillips has to stay healthy because when he's yep. healthy, he's not great, but he's productive. He's productive enough when that you're – you're happy when he's in the game. So if he just needs to stay healthy, and it's a big year for Tim Settle. Try to get another contract. Maybe not here in Buffalo, but somewhere else. It's a big year Jordan, for Tim Settle. Jordan Phillips is a, is a guy who can rush the passer well, but he, he's not very good against the run. No. So, you know, uh, I think that that's a guy here. Uh, I like this Siaka Ika guy, uh, Roy Collins. If you go ahead and put down what round he's, you know, projected in, that'd be great. Let me go find him. I'll All go right. find but, him. Um, Tim Settle, yeah, he can earn the contract elsewhere. He did get more playing time here in Buffalo than he has uh, with the Commanders. I found but him. he's also got four or five years in the NFL, so that's a thing. You know, he's, like we, he's got to show up now. Like, 100%. And he also, he's playing for another contract. I don't know if it's in Buffalo, but he's playing for another contract, another two, yeah. maybe three-year contract. And sometimes those guys are hungry, which and shows their best ability. I found the Roy Collins is talking about uh, 6'3", 335. He is Baylor. He's projected third round um, according to NFLDraftBuzz.com. That's what I like to use. That's one of the websites I like to use. Uh, I think they do a very good job. So he's at NFLDraftBuzz.com. Okay. 
That's what I like to use. Um, NFL Draft Network is great too, CBS stuff. But this gives us so much more information, I think, like a lot of in-depth strength, weaknesses, player comparisons, uh, scouting report summary, where you like the high school like position rank. So they rank him as the 13th best defensive lineman uh, in this class. Okay. So, yeah, round three projected. Obviously, the draft changed. We don't know if it's a round three. But that's definitely a guy that you could use that – was it 91 that a third-round pick? Is it 91 that, that you – Yeah, it's a third-round pick, yeah. I that's not out of the realm a ninety that third round pick being used on the D tackle especially depending on what they do in the first two rounds but they they need they need another D tackle post twenty this past this year yeah not like I, I would I would think they would try to sign sooner than later Daquan Jones to an extension freeze up some cap space for this year I think it's someone you could lock in I think besides that there's probably not a lot of extension guys depending on how much Ed Oliver wants and it sounds like. He's probably wants a little more than what the Bills want to spend. So taking a guy in the round three at the D tackle position is a hundred percent in the playing cards. I think it's out of the playing cards in round one, maybe in round two, but round three, I would that's a highly, highly likely pick potentially for the Bills. Yeah, I can see the Bills with the way they've done free agency, they can really go anything they really want, which I wouldn't be, you know, shocked depending on who's there, but in round one. I, in any round, honestly, like it's yeah. it's kind of a I hate saying mm. the draft's a crapshoot, but like if the guy that they want isn't there, they're not gonna be scared to pull the trigger on somebody else who's that high in their draft board, whether it's a need or not. Like everybody's high on Jack Campbell. If he doesn't make it to us, I can see the Bills saying, "All right, well, Bijan's there, let's go get him," or or you know, Cansey's there, let's go get him. I, I can. There's there's a number of different guys that they can say, you know what, the guy we wanted is not there, but this guy's number one on our board left. Let's go get him. This guy, they have uh, the Bills Mafia put up. Gervin Dexter, I am in love with. 6'6", 310. So he probably needs to add a little bit more a little more weight because 6'6", 310 is a little slight for the size, I would say, for the D-tackle position, I think. For the Florida, what, right? What? Florida, yeah. They have draft projection fourth round. Fourth round pick on Gervin uh, Dexter. I'm on board. Do me a favor. Yeah, give give a, a quick um, analysis of him real quick. I gotta step away just a second. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, Gervin Dexter from Florida, D tackle. Like I said, draft uh, projection fourth, uh, position rank twenty five, D tackle one hundred twenty fourth overall. Um, six six, three ten. Some of the strengths. Uh, he I said this multiple times. If you watch my show on Tuesdays, uh, I like guys that make Bruce Feldman's freak list. Because that means they're a freak athlete, they're freaking nature, and this is his synopsis: what he wrote about, uh, what Bruce Feldman wrote about his frequist. This is a huge man. This is a quote. So this is a huge man who loves, who moves well at six five, six six, with twenty four percent body fat. Dexter squats six fifty five, benches four twenty five. Unique body type with elite mixture of height, length, and muscle makeup. Strength coach Matt Hawk said he's strong enough to hold the point and quick enough to affect the quarterback, making him an every-down quarterback nightmare. Uh, lateral agility, what's up, this? Lateral agility, balance to cover two gaps, and also shows some good closing burst when moving down the line of pursuit. As I was talking about, I like guys I that – I didn't go far. But I like guys that make Bruce Feldman's freak list. Like, I'm a, I like those guys because they're a freak of nature. And McDermott, they've been keen to like guys that have high RAS scores that are freak of natures, and this is a guy – Squats 655, benches 425. Uh, yeah. Strong enough to hold the point, quick enough to affect the quarterback. Like mm-hmm. every down guy, like, I don't know, a fourth round grade on this guy. 
That's a good pick in round four. Yeah, I think so. What did you say his body fat was again? Uh, 24%. That's not bad for a guy who's that big. That's a no. big dude. I mean, 6'6", six, 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 Yeah, he's a, he's a defensive lineman in the NFL coming up soon. Wow. And he won't have to play a lot year one. Yeah, he'll, be, he'll have guys in front of him that can really hold down the fort until – and then you also have guys like Jordan Phillips who you can release, you know, at minimal cost. I, I wouldn't yeah. want to see him release Jordan Phillips. I like Jordan Phillips, especially yeah. on pass rushing downs. But you know, but Jordan Phillips time. doesn't cost that much. Even if you don't play him, and this guy beats him out in camp, and you still want to keep Jordan Phillips, it's not like it's yeah. an eight million dollar cap hit or anything like crazy like yeah, that. It's, it's three million it? max. It's under two. Is it under two? I thought it was three. Oh, you're right. It's three. It's three. It's three. His was three. Uh, under two was uh, uh, Rapp. and uh, Taylor Rapp. I forgot that Taylor Rapp took a contract that low. And I, that, yeah, that, people, that, my, people, my Twitter mentions because I tweeted about Taylor Rapp being like some of the things from this press conference. I said he loved Buffalo. He went back to Buffalo as a great fit. And then someone said, Cole tweeted me, and other people did, and they like, um, basically saying like, oh no, that's not true. Like it's uh, like he just wants the money in Buffalo. Like it, it kind of like transpired to it, that's basically him saying he wanted more money in Buffalo than other places. I was like. Well, he got like under two million. So I yeah, pretty, pretty sure. Pretty he sure he could have got a little more money somewhere else potentially. So at a lower tax rate. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> lower tax rate. Yeah, Jordan Poyer style right there with the lower tax rate. Uh, so uh, the defensive line, you know, it, it's basically set, but there's still a little bit of motion that can happen with the draft, and you know, we're probably doing a mock after this, so we'll see what what kind of motion that is. Next one, linebackers. Now, this is the one everybody is talking about. And normally I would do this like last because it's the one with most to talk about. But, you know, we can get this one out of the way and then kind of go through DBs. So I think DB we're really definitely set at. But yeah, linebackers, you know, we got Matt Milano. We have Tyrell Dotson. We have Balen Spector. We have Tyler Medikavich, Terrell Bernard. Uh, you know, linebackers, we have a bunch of guys, but we don't have that guy to fill the gap of Tremaine Evans, in my opinion. We don't, no. Uh, unless, unless something about Balen Specter, because last preseason he looked excellent. Unless he's really that dude, there's nobody else to be that dude. Yeah, I would be like, people have talked about that, and I'm starting to get, understand the Balen Specter talking, I'm starting to maybe quote-unquote get on a little bit more bored. I would be really shocked if the Bills go into the regular season or the summer with training camp without adding a linebacker. In the draft, in the first two rounds. Yeah, maybe. The, yeah, I, it would shock me because, like, yeah, Milano. We don't even need to talk about Matt Milano because oh, he's good. He's he extended his contract. We got more years of Matt Milano. Let's What's go. better than that? Middle linebacker scares me, right? You have Tyro Dodson. You have Balen Specter. Terrell Bernard, quote unquote, fits Matt Milano's role more yeah. than a middle linebacker. Like, do they to say? You know what? Like bye bye middle linebacker position and go Matt Milano and Terrell Bernard. But that makes no sense. Like if you try to play scenarios out your head, that makes no sense. I don't think they're going to roll Tyrell Dotson in. I like Tyrell Dotson as a backup. I think Balen Specter could be a solid backup. I don't know a lot about Balen Specter. He didn't play. Like I could say, I can give you his draft analysis. People can tell you, oh, he's this and this and this. We're still watching Clemson tape and we're still watching a little bit of preseason tape. Like there's yeah. not a lot on Balen Specter. Do I think they like him? Yeah. Do I? But I do I. Think they think he's a starter? Probably not. I would be shocked if the I Bills do not go into the summer without adding a linebacker on day one or day two. And it probably is day two, maybe, just because you don't want to reach for a linebacker. 
But I still, I still like if you like Drew Sanders, who Izzy likes, Jack Campbell, who Lance likes, Trenton Simpson, who I like. I like all three of those guys. I'm on board all three of those guys. If you like your guy at 27, and oh, people like Mel Kuyper will tell you, oh, he's a second round pick. If you like your guy and you think Drew Sanders can be a legit middle linebacker in the National Football League and can be productive, that's not reaching. That's a good pick. That's a good value pick because you filled a need and you got a potential stud if you think he's that good. But I would be shocked as if they go into summer to the summer without a legit middle linebacker via yeah. the draft. So I actually like Drew Sanders and I like Jack Campbell more than I like Trenton Simpson. Yeah. Physical attributes wise, Trenton Simpson blows those guys both out the water. But yeah. he's to me, he's not that true middle linebacker type. Again, for me, he's more of the Matt Milano role type guy. Yeah. Where he's sideline to sideline tackling machine but he's not the guy who should be sitting there calling your defense in my opinion he's just not that guy who's going to sit there look at an offense and say hey this guy's cutting your way jordan and jordan should listen that's just not that's not the way i see uh trent simpson but i do see that out of jack campbell and i do see that out of uh drew sanders uh there's some other guys later in the draft if they don't go there but it's hard to put a late round draft pick over a guy who's been on your team for a year whether it's throw bernard or bill inspector but if they yeah. go to camp and earn it, then you can't say anything about it, right? If they go with that guy on Tulane, I'm forgetting his name now. Dorian Williams. There you go, Dorian Williams. If they go him and he, you know, he's, or, or the guy from uh, Oregon, uh, Sewell. No, so I did him. a thing on him. I like Noel Sewell, but like, you can maybe get him in the fourth round potentially. He's like, a thumper, do you, yeah. Do you take Noah Sewell in the fourth round to be your starting middle linebacker? Like, is that like? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I like Dorian Williams. I like him a lot. I like. I said Noah Sewell, and I like what's his other name? Um, uh, the kid from Washington State, uh, Dane yeah, Henry. Yep. He's not bad. People like Owen Papu from He's Auburn, but like those guys, I think, or if they're gonna go in the draft, they're gonna be late day two picks, early late day two picks, or and I might be generous on the late day two, yeah. But they're day three guys probably. I don't know. I think the linebacker class. When I talk about the middle linebacker class, not like the edge rusher linebackers, not the Matt Milano types. It kind, of, it kind of falls off after it's like, it's like five guys. Yeah. I think Simpson, I think Campbell, I think Drew Sanders, I think Noah Sewell. And then you can talk me into Dorian Williams and Dane Henley. What about uh, Tooto from uh, Alabama? I haven't done a lot of research. Does he fit the middle linebacker? He's, he's, uh, I think, two. I always struggle with figuring out, like, do they fit the, because like, but his 40 time on this website is a 462. Like that's slow. Like Jack Campbell is at a yeah, and then you have faster than Jack Campbell. Yeah, four six five is not fast. But Trenton Simpson, like you said, four four three. Like that guy runs as fast as a wide receiver. His tangibles. That's why I love him. His intangibles are awesome. Four four three. Yeah, the same same time as uh, uh, James Cook, I believe. Yeah, like and then what's his name? Uh, Drew Sanders at a four five three, so he's faster than Jack Campbell. I think like Jack Campbell probably is the safest pick out of those three. Because he's played more, he's got all the awards, the coaches' appreciation awards, the captain of the team, team MVP. Like he's just been that guy. Uh, he's a stud, and honestly, I love looking at forty times. Right? They, they they do they do mean something, but yeah. you know, track speed and game speed are different. Look at Gabe Davis. He ran a four five three. Dude's catching ninety eight yard touchdown passes. Like it's. It's a thing, but it's not really that big a thing, especially since, you know, these guys, not all of them are track stars. Well, so, there's difference between running 40 yards straight and quickness off the line. Like, I talked about like that uh, Gervin Dexter guy. Like, he doesn't run a fast 40, 
But they said he's quick off the line. Like that's yeah. a guy you want. You don't need a guy like I don't need my D tackle running forty yards straight. Also, look like, at Jack Campbell's uh his his, his three cone drill mm-hmm. and his um forgetting the other one. His agility drills are through the roof. And he's training with Luke Keekley, who knows this defense. He screams Sean McDermott, Jack Campbell. Yes. Trenton Simpson screams more of like the Tremaine Edmonds, not the style play, but like the intangibles. Sanders is more the size in comparison to to Tremaine Edmonds. 235. Yeah, like I think Jack Campbell, like this draft projection, the NFL draft buzz, first round to a late round pick. Yeah. Um, I like. I would not be against Jack Campbell at 27. I know you go through all these mock draft simulators and you, oh, you trade back, you gain an extra second round pick, you gain an extra whatever, and you go pick at 45, right? And you can still get Jack Campbell. I wouldn't even go back that far for Jack Campbell. But, like, can you still get Jack Campbell? Who knows? We don't know, right? Yeah. Is, like, there could be teams in the early half of the second round that need linebackers. Can the, so Bills, got- af- can the Bills afford to wait? I, I don't, I don't, I don't I know, know if they can afford to wait, no. If you can land one of those three guys, if it's on day one or day two, I'm a happy camper. One of those three guys on day one. I know Trent Simpson. I think Drew Sanders and Jack Campbell fit the bill more yeah. to what the Bills uh, want. But I'm on board for all three, day one or day two. I think that's a fine pick. Trent plays more like, plays like Luke Keekley. He's quick and gets to the spot. very. So he does that, but Luke Keekley is more than just a quick guy. Yeah, I don't think Luke intangibles like stood out to me. Like I think Luke Camp Luke Keekley more of like maybe more like Jack Campbell type of player. Yeah. In my opinion, which makes it make sense to Sean McDermott. Yeah. I yeah, I agree. So linebackers, we both pretty much agree basically round one, round two, it's a linebacker somewhere in there. You can't wait till round three. It's gotta be round one, round two. Well, if you wait to round three, you're not getting Campbell, Sanders, or Simpson. Correct. So if if you if they think Dorian Williams is that guy or they think Noah Sewell's that guy, then they wait to day three. Uh, not to day three, to round three. I don't think they do though. I think it's I round know. one or round two. Or Bill right. Speckle starts a middle linebacker and we lose our absolute freaking mind. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we would lose our damn minds. <laughs> yeah, we would root for it. Hopefully, it works. But I think we would lose our mind. Look, I hope all of our players on our team. You know, I'm 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 yeah. going to the logo, baby. I'm a Bills fan through and through. So. Look, I don't care if he's a seventh-round pick, if he's undrafted, whatever. Levi Wallace, I was rooting for him. I still root for him. Uh, you oh, know. yeah. I don't care. Hey, look, I don't care where you came from. I don't care what round you were drafted in. If you play good for the Bills, that's all I care about. Because at the end of the day, I care about winning football games and eventually winning a Super Bowl. It would be crazy, though, if we had a fifth-rounder and a seventh-rounder as our starting linebackers and they're good. That would be crazy. That's what, Maybe it works. I don't know. It probably doesn't work. But Have to balance the need with what the draft can give. That's true. So, you know, and generally speaking, you don't draft for need, but the Bills are in a unique position where they can afford to do that and where they really can't afford to not do that. I don't I don't love that. Like, I think you can draft for need if you're not reaching for that need. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying is that, like, like there's nothing a team like the Bills where you're in position to where drafting for need isn't going to hurt you because. No, not at all. You have everything else. You're fine everywhere else. Like, we're, we're fine with the defensive line. Cool. We got we're good there. Uh, we're fine with the defensive backs. Cool. We're good there. We're fine at quarterback, obviously. We're fine at offensive line. If they think fine in the secondary for the immediate future. Like, yeah, like it's like, all right, well, then we we just need a middle linebacker. Like, it's we need this more than we need anything else. Yeah. Go get it. 
Yeah, we, we like Dayon Henley, but he's more of the Milano type. He's he's six one, two twenty five. Like he's it'd be it'd be like drafting Terrell Bernard again. Right, yeah, so. I, I don't know. Like, do they use Taylor Rapp more as more of a third safety? Like, do they do that funky style of defense? Because Taylor Rapp prefers to play in the box. He's yeah. more of the Jordan Porter type than he is the Micah Hyde type. Uh, so, like, does that work for the Bills? I don't know, but that's not going to be an every down situation. The Bills are not going to roll out Rapp, Hyde, and Poyer on every single down. They're, I think they're going to want to use Rapp, but, like, I, I, we're, I think we both come back to the conclusion, middle linebacker, round one, round two. Here's another thing though. Like if 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 say Micah Hyde goes down, God forbid. Yeah, if Taylor Rapp. Taylor Rapp would take over the Poyer spot, and Poyer would take Micah Hyde spot most likely because yes. Hyde and Poyer are pretty interchangeable, right? But when it comes to the usual style of play, Rapp fits the usual Jordan Poyer style, even though Correct. Poyer can play the Hyde Hyde spot, and Hyde can play the sport the Poyer spot, but Rapp can only play the Poyer spot. I think he can play both, but he's way better at the Poyer spot. Yeah, in the box, covering uh, covering the flats. Well, the, you know. but the Bills adding Telrot made sense because like you got another safety. You have you had Jordan Poyer had multiple injuries last year, and you had Micah Hyde who missed basically the entire year, and you also had your quote unquote third safety in Demar Hamlin, and he's still up in the air for the twenty twenty three season. You like, Telrot was a no brainer. Uh, signing. At I saw some. Yeah. Oh my God! It was a no-brainer high, like signing. Like I don't. I I saw some guy on Twitter like quote me or, or tweet. He was like, "The Taylor Rapp makes no sense. Signing makes no sense." And I was like, "Like you couldn't be more completely wrong. Taylor Rapp makes a thousand percent sense. You needed a, a third safety with the Mar Hamlin's situation not up in there with both your starting safeties injured or potentially with injuries. If you lose one of them for a game or two, you roll out Hyde and Rapp. You roll out Poirier and Rapp." Still one of the best safety duels in the NFL. Good, yeah. <laughs> it's, Good. it's okay. Someone told me that we re-signed Poyer. Why the hell are we signing a rap? What do you mean why? We just lost Jaquan Johnson, who sucks. Yeah. Uh, we have, you know, Christian Benford is potentially looking to move over to safety. Okay, cool. Potentially. Um, and then we have Demar Hamlin coming off that chest injury. We we really don't know. So yeah. why not go get somebody who's a proven commodity in the NFL, who's played at a high level, won a Super Bowl, on a Super Bowl caliber defense, why not? Why not? At that price point, it makes all the sense in the world. Well, you're not gonna. And I love Demar Hamlin, and I hope he plays again. But you're not gonna. The Bills in the business and the football aspect, they're not, they can't rely on that for 2023. It just it doesn't make football sense yeah. at all. They, they get picked apart by the media. And I yeah. think we've already moved on to defensive back. So here we go. Oh yeah, yeah. I think we so, we're sold on the middle linebacker needs to be drafted somewhere. Mm-hmm. But yeah, defensive backfield. Yeah, so I mean, I think the safety spot is good, but I don't rule out drafting a safety. No, not at all. First, first three, four rounds. I think I like a guy like a day four. You could go the two. There's a couple of safeties I like, like Brandon Joseph from Notre Dame is not a bad option. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Uh, he was at Northwestern, and then now he's at uh, the England Notre Dame. And then maybe like uh, Rashad Torrance or Trey Dean, both from Florida. Like Those are not bad options. Shamari Connor from Virginia Tech. You can get it around. Yeah. Yeah. You can get those guys in round five, round six. I don't think you need to go for a Brian Branch or Jermaine Robinson 
or JL Skinner because those guys most likely fit a day two or day early yeah. day three pick, probably not even day three. And I think there's other needs, quote unquote. So there's a ton of safety, like Antonio Johnson. I would love Antonio Johnson, but he's going to go late round one, round two. Just just doesn't make sense for the Bills. So Maybe. there's they you you want Antonio Johnson? Look, if he falls to us at at freaking fifty nine. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I get that. I get that. You run that. You run that pick in. If he's there at fifty, not you run it in. I do think Taylor Rapp might have taken them out of their day one, day two safety class. Yeah, I, I don't know. I do two, think day one. Day one. Well, yeah, hundred percent day one. Maybe third round they don't. Maybe third round that. That's the only one I kind of see it. I don't think Antonio Johnson gets the fifty nine. But like Lance has said a million times on my show, we don't know how the draft is going to pan out. I'm pretty sure Antonio Johnson's not getting the fifty nine, but. You never know. There's nothing, though. We could have bias towards the safety position because of what we went through this offseason. We don't know what other teams are thinking. We don't know what the team fans are thinking. Other teams are be like, we're good at safety. Tell with that. We're good. Like the Saints, they got Tyron Matthew and whoever he's playing with. Yeah. You know, the, the, the Ravens, they have, they're they pretty good at safety right now. They, they just drafted one last year. What's his name? Uh, uh, From Notre Dame. Uh, oh. Um, what the heck is his name? I'm forgetting his name, too. See? But uh, they just drafted him. You're going to look him up. I, I know. So, like, it's, some, it's gonna some kill me. fan bases may just be like, we don't need a safety like that. There's going to be some that do need a safety, but they might also need something else. And safety is not a position where teams press over that hard. Kyle Hamilton. Absolute, Kyle Hamilton. Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Unless they absolutely need one. Like, the Patriots waited on Kyle Duggar. He could have been a first-round pick. He was a second-round pick, right? Yeah. Bills fans were sitting here like, get him in the first round. I'm like, why? We got Hyden Poyer. Like, yeah. they're getting old. I'm like, all right, cool. And like I bet you, the Patriots now are thanking their, their their heavenly father, whoever that may be, for them that they have Kyle Duggar because Devin McCourty just retired. So yeah, they might be in the league for for a uh, safety. Like a I think the same. Like Christopher Smith from Georgia, I did a Twitter post about him about a month or two ago. He didn't have a great combine, so that makes him uh, a day three pick. I think a day three pick, round four, round five safety is not out of the question because I'm going to put Demar Hamlin to the side right now because I do think he's playing. Eventually going to play Buffalo Bills football again. I don't know if it's 2023, and I don't know what his impact is going to be. You need a four safety. Could that be a Brandon Joseph? Could that be a Christopher Smith? And then you eventually develop them potentially into a starter or just a depth role because it's a fifth and sixth round pick, and you can live with a fifth and sixth round pick not being Matt Milano because that most teams, fifth and sixth round picks, do not turn into Taron Johnson or Matt Milano. Like That's just usually yeah. not – or even Dane Jackson. Well, that's usually a fourth round pick. Yes, Taron was a fourth round pick, but – most players don't turn into that. So I, I think you. a safety fifth round, fourth round kind of is that sweet spot for the Bills because yeah. a Brandon Joseph will be there. Christopher Smith will be there. You miss out on maybe a Sidney Brown or Antonio well, Johnson. Brown is my favorite, but he's he's more of a player. So if you, you will miss out on him if you don't yeah. take him in day two. Thing is, if you if you draft a Sidney Brown, rap is here temporarily because that's, that's the same type of guy. Yeah. That, he fits that Poyer role. Uh, you'd be bringing Sidney Brown in to let Rap walk next year, and then you'd want to draft another guy to replace the Hyde kind of role after that. Maybe next year because you have Poyer for two more years. So mm-hmm. if, if Hyde, you know, leaves after this year because this is his contract year, you'd have you know Sidney Brown take over that Poyer spot and Poyer go over to the Hyde spot, and it, it gets all screwy from there. But I think that there's other guys too that that could fall to us at four or five, you know, maybe six round. But man, I, I really like. Uh, I really like the two guys from Illinois, the, the Sidney Brown and mm-hmm. Jontavius Martin. 
they literally screamed to me. Brown screams Poyer and Martin screams Hyde. And I, I was on my on one of my shows, I think it was two weeks ago, and I did a mock draft and I was looking at players and I was like, man, there's nobody here. Like there's mm-hmm. a safety from Illinois, and I just looked him up and I was like, this screams freaking Jordan or screams Micah Hyde. It's like, and I just drafted Sidney Brown who screams Jordan Poyer. Mm-hmm. And they've been playing in college for like three years together. And that's that's chemistry. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't you draft the successors together if you could, if they already have that uh that camaraderie that they already have that 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 mesh. You don't have to worry about them meshing together. So I was like, wow, that was a no-brainer in that mock draft. I'm I'm gonna pull up uh a chat. This guy's right. Bills are good scouting secondary and late rounds. Like McDermott's very good at like Christian Benford potentially, Levi Wallace, Dane Jackson. I know Taron Johnson was a fourth round pick, but that's a day three pick. Yeah. So those are the type of guys you like. Yeah. And you had Jordan Poyer and Micah Hyde, who was Jordan Poyer was kind of cast aside by the Cleveland Browns. Micah Hyde was kind of battle with the Packers. So yeah. I think Jartavius Martin, dude flies four, four, six, forty time. Like that's a speed guy right there. I still I think you could like is you can get Jartavius Martin in the fourth, fifth round. That's what I'm saying. Draft projection has him as a fourth round pick. Like this is not you don't have to put a day two pick on a safety. I'm not against it in round three. I'm against it in round one, round two, unless Antonio Johnson's there. Because if Antonio Johnson's there, then you in can let two. Michael Hyde walk after the year. Yeah, in round two, yeah. Yes, he, he, fits the, he fits the high row. Well, yeah. If if you so take you Antonio Jack Johnson, Campbell, round then, you two. Go, then you go uh, Antonio Johnson. Like your defense is set. Yeah, I don't think they're going to go that route. But I think round three might be not the sweet spot, but round four is a sweet spot for a safety, in my opinion. That's like the peak where you can get Jartavius Martin. You can get a Shamari Connor. You can get a Trey Dean, Brandon Joseph, maybe a JL Skinner, but he's probably not going to get there. Somebody like those type of guys that are going to be, I think, productive potential safeties. I doubt doubt Bean would draft safeties in back-to-back rounds. So in my mock, I didn't have him back-to-back rounds. I had... Traded back in the from the first round to the second round, I believe it yeah. was. I drafted Jack Campbell at thirty three, I think it was. That's not bad. And then I took in the third round Sidney Brown, and then in the fifth round, at the end of the round, I took Jartavius Martin. So there were picks between there, but I don't know if I would say that Bean wouldn't take two safeties back to back because he's taken offensive linemen back to back. He's mm-hmm. taken defensive edge corners back, yeah, edge back to back, Russo and Basham like back to back, like he's. He's taking the same position back to back. I, like safety would shock me because it's you have Poyer Hyde and Rap like that. The Rap signing kind of put me off to the safety position a little more. Like Damian Harris put me off to the running back position early in day one, and then day two kind of. I think like I think running back and safety are the same category. The sweet yeah. spot this year for if the Bills want to go running back or safety is day three. Yeah, I'd say round three to six. Yeah, I would, I would probably give myself round four to whatever the end of the draft, but I I, I can get a board. That's still day three. I would be shocked if the Bills went running back in round three. I'd be more on board for a safety in round three than a running back. And I, I would mean Josh were going back and forth with the B on Twitter today with B John Josh McCarthy Bills chat guy. Yeah, finding nights to Bill Buff. We're going back with the uh, B John versus a wide receiver in round one. And so I, if if you're stuck there, right? In round one, and nobody, nobody you want, yeah, and nobody, nobody you want is there, right? Jack Campbell's gone. Jack Campbell's Drew gone. Is gone. Drew Sanders is gone. At twenty-seven. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's just say, I mean, we're not the only ones who need linebackers. That's true. So worst case scenario. Worst case scenario, Jack Campbell, Drew Sanders are gone, right? 
You feel like you can get Trent Simpson or somebody else later in the draft at linebacker. You get out. Cyrus Torrance is gone. Steve Avila is gone. You Maybe, get out. You know, there's a big run on offensive linemen. Calais can't or I forget his first name. Cansey is gone. Uh, the Pitt, defensive lineman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yep. He's gone. So nobody you really get out want or need is there, right? We're probably not going safety round one because you picked up Taylor Rapp. You look to trade back, maybe, but no one's giving you anything you really want. And Bijan's still there. You have to make the move. I don't like it because I don't like no. being boxing. I don't like being boxed into a corner. You know why? No. Why no? Because I think one of those six wide receivers that I have a first round grade on will be there at twenty seven. They're all undersized. I'm scared of that. No, no, don't that. do this to me. Is don't they're do this. All small. To me. I was looking. I was looking at him. I was like, no, they're wow, not. They're not all small. Name the big one, Quentin Johnson. He is not the guy. I don't think he'll. I don't think he even. I look. He can't Quint, high point the ball, he, or he doesn't high point the ball. He, a lot of body catching doesn't separate well. I'm not. I'm not for Quentin Johnson. He's, he's Smith, my least favorite of those guys. Look, if Jalen Hyatt, if Addison gets there though, if Addison gets there, I'll take him. There's. If you can get Smith Najigba, if you can get Jalen Hyatt, Smith Najigba was better in college than Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson. He was more feared than Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson and Marvin Harrison Jr., who's going to be the number one receiver off the board next year. I don't know. Jackson Smith Najigba is a bona fide stud. He was hurt a lot of the year. If he's there at 27, I you will hear me is from my – apartment what, screaming. I think Hyatt's a stud. Jordan Addison's there. I don't think Quentin Johnson fits the Bills' need. I don't think that makes any sense. Uh, Zay Flowers is a stud. I love Josh Downs. People don't love him as much as I do. I love Those Josh guys, Downs, but I love him in the second round. I know. I know. I know. Josh Downs have a first round grade on. I am a little in the alone. I'm alone in that. I'm alone in that. And I, I can see that. Minority. Minority. Thank you. Zay Flowers, Jordan Addison, Jalen Hyatt, Jackson Spencer, Jigba, any of those four guys at 27, that's a, that's a great pick. Yeah. I'm still – I'm just saying, though. I know. I, look, when I go on Twitter, I, is when I go on Twitter and I tweet this, I still say B. John's probably a top five talent in this draft. He is. But he hard makes – it's so hard. I don't think he even gets to 27, so I don't think we have to worry about it. I think, I think he's a top 10 guy. I think the Eagles – I hope he goes like 12. So we don't even have to have that freaking conversation. <laughs> I don't want to have that conversation. I don't want to see it on Twitter. I don't want to do it in our Bill and Buffalo chat because I don't want that conversation. I hope, some, <laughs> I hope someone reaches for him. And it's not a reach, but I think the running back position in the first round is a little bit of a reach, depending I, on what team you are. Like if the Eagles take him at 10 or whatever that second pick, whatever that first pick is, that's different. But if the... I don't know. Whoever's picking eight or nine, I, I don't remember in the draft. Take them. The Bears or the... Yeah, yeah, like that's a reach. The Bears have so many more needs. They don't need a freaking running back. Yeah. Who, who's, who's Nine was the Bears now because they traded with the Panthers. Ten is the Eagles. I forget who's eight. Is the Lions or something like that? But you get what I mean. Like when the Panthers took McCaffrey. Like McCaffrey's great, but like they had bigger where's needs. He at, where's he at now? San Fran. But, but 27 is different than six. I, no, I know. I know. Look. He's not gonna get to twenty seven, but I, I like I would take Jalen Hyatt over him. I would take the need of Jalen Hyatt over the player of B. John Robinson. Absolutely not. I'm sorry, I can't do that. I know. I know you disagree with me. I know you disagree with me. There's there's levels to the game, 
and uh, I know you disagree with me, but is no love for Zay Flowers. Zay Flowers is an animal. He's awesome at twenty seven. Is the good thing is we're not gonna have to have this conversation because B John's not gonna gonna he's not gonna get to twenty seven and the Bills are gonna move up for B John Robinson. I can see the Cowboys taking him right before us. They just paid Tony Pollard. Yeah, he's come off a broken leg, and they don't have Zeke. He's he's the only running back they got. Also, the one thing that does scare me about B. John Robinson is that he was a workhorse in college. Like that, yeah. he, had, he had a lot of wear and tear on him. And you know how running backs is. And how uh, he are. had a lot of snaps, but he didn't get hit a lot. He's but no, no, no. I agree, I agree. But I do think done. running running backs have a shelf life. We've seen it. They you do, can't deny running backs have a shelf life. They get hurt and they get hit a lot. Like guys, guys who don't get hit that much have a longer shelf life. Like Sean McCoy had ten good years. Yeah. Yeah, right. Bijan Robinson is like what you get if Marshawn Lynch and LaShawn McCoy had a baby. That's what he is. I love Bijan. He can punish you or he can shake you on your shoes and point and laugh as he walks by. Like he can be like, ah, almost. Not really. I don't think he fits the need. I'm with you. I'm with you. I I think I think he goes to the Eagles, honestly. And I I would like that just to piss off my friend Jesse, because he's a Cowboys fan. And I hope I don't see on Twitter anymore the Jameer Gibbs conversation of 27 of the Bills because I'm going to lose my Get the hell out of here. It's not Bijan. It's not a running back in the first round. No. There's one running back that's going in the first round this year, and it's Bijan Robinson. That's it. <sighs> I love when I we get on tangents. I would hate for him to get there to us. We pass on him, and then the Chiefs draft him. Do you think the, the Chiefs make that mistake again? Uh, that's not a mistake with Bijan. It was a mistake. It's not a mistake. A but do you they, they think they go down that path again? Are they just so – I think they're afraid of doing it again. I don't think they are. They they weren't afraid to let Tyreek Hill go and run with Juju as their number one. That's true. That's true. <laughs> they ain't scared of nothing. The only, thing the only thing they're scared of is maybe losing the playoffs in a close game, where which they they did to the Bengals last year. They, they almost did to the Bengals this year, and then they almost did to us the year before. It's, yeah. yeah, it's it's you know it's a thing, but I don't think they're scared of picking a player and missing. Like Andy Reid is just gonna do his his thing. Yeah, but I would I, hate for him to get to the Chiefs or the Bengals. I don't think we're gonna have to worry about that. Is I don't think so either. I think he's gone before we get there. But you know, that's just my worst case scenario. All right, so let's go ahead and get this draft machine going. It always goes back to the draft. It does. It does. Uh, we didn't even talk about corners, did we? You said defensive back. Uh, what do you like? Do you need a corner? No, no. Not draft, you know, but we have like we're set. I think we've set. UDFA. Like, maybe yeah. We, Next we round know. pick if you want to take a if you like a safety at two hundred four. What's that pick? Uh, corner. Yeah, if you want to go corner, the last pick of the draft. Two hundred five, I think it is. Think yeah, if you want to go there, I, like, I'm not against it. But like you have Dane, you have Kyrie yeah. Elam. Kyrie Elam, I think is going to be a stud this year. I, I'm expecting a huge year for him. Oh no, he's going to be he's going to be big. Kyrie White back healthy. Yeah. So you got Trey, Kair, and Taryn as your starters, right? Basically. Yes. All right. Backing them up are Christian Benford. And Dane Jackson. Dane Jackson and Saran Neal. Yeah, I don't think you need to go corner. I guess if I you want I guess if you want to go corner round six, sure. I'm not gonna complain about it. But yeah. Yeah, it's uh I don't I don't think corner's not there's not much to talk about. We should at least mention it, so we did. Yeah. Let's go ahead and get this draft machine going. Because it all, like, like you said, it all comes back down to the draft. Most important so, thing at this, at this moment. I always, I always got it ready. 
So right now we're picking 27, 59, 91, 130, 137, and 205. Let's see what falls to us. Oh, the suspense is killing me. I'm hearing something. You should have put it on fastest. My bad. Where's the speed? Too late now. I think you you would have to restart it. I'll restart it. I don't care. We got a whole crap. Restart it. All right. Restart Restart draft. There we go to Buffalo. Go down. Go down. Is he fast? Fast. That's a lot to look at. All right. Let's just get get this done. We got some people here who want to watch WrestleMania. (laughs) Not me. But I, I, I know. All right, so the Raiders want to give us round two thirty eight, round three seventy, round three one hundred, round five one forty four. That's a haul. See, the thing is, nobody's offering that. I agree. I, I get. I would take two. I don't want all that. We can't afford them. Yes, we, we can. can't afford that. Is yes, yes, we can. Those guys later in the draft aren't getting that much money. You think the Bills want a two or three? I want the two. I want the two the, in the two threes. I don't need the fifth, sixth, and sixth. We can trade those away then. <laughs> Just give me the right. two. And, no, I don't. Jags are offering us a third and a kiss my. No, the Eagles are offering us the thirtieth overall pick. That's not worth it. No, no. And a sixth rounder. No. Kick rocks. The Whoa. Giants are offering us a haul too. Every, the Giants are offers every single pick they have. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, nope. No, nope. and we're gonna go ahead and reject all of these because the first one, Peter says, is not realistic. Well, is it? Are the Raiders gonna give up every single pick they have for this first round pick? Depends on who's there that they want. A twenty-seven is. I don't know, man. <laughs> Who the hell's there, man? Skip. We'll, we'll skip it. 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 I'm not gonna argue with you on this one. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and skip it. Do you agree? With I, me? I agree with you. That's an unrealistic trade. The most you'd get for twenty-seven is like is maybe two seconds and a third. Like they offered a second and two thirds. I would sign up for that. Bingo. You want you oh. want to want to offer them that trade? Yeah, let's offer them that trade. Okay, so we're gonna trade with. It was the Raiders, right? Ra- Raiders, correct. Yeah. Okay, so we'll we'll make that realistic so they can not give up their whole draft. We'll take two, three, three for pick two? one, seven. And they're not yeah. even willing to do it now. How's that? What the what the frick? All right, well, fuck you. Done. <laughs> Who do you want? You want Will Levis? Well, B. John Robinson's there, but I'm not. <laughs> hey, man, we're looking here. Well, we got- I'm, I'm I'm looking at one guy, and I've seen because I, I don't see the full screen. Darnell Wright. Darnell Wright, I like him. Offensive tackle, Tennessee, solid guy. Uh, let's see. We also have. Jameer Gibbs, no. Yeah, no. Drew Sanders. Drew Sanders is there. Uh, Maisie Smith. Not a bad option. Daywan Jones, not a bad option. Yep. Uh, but he's, we have this guy from Tennessee. Darnell Wright's better than Daywan Jones. Yeah, so I, I wouldn't I wouldn't consider somebody lower down there. Trenton Simpson. Jalen Hyatt's there. I'm not against that at 27. Jack Campbell's still on the board. Yeah, I look. I'm on board for the Darnell right, but this is your show. Is you do what you want, my man. No, 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 no. We're a team at this point. So Darnell right, you like? That's what I would personally do. What would you do? I don't disagree with it. I just think that the Bills are going to give Spencer Brown another chance because of the back injury. Yeah, I know. But 
Bean's always, you know, competition is a thing. And even though they like Spencer Brown, he's I, a third round pick. It's a hard pass up for Darnell Wright at twenty seven. That's a hard pass. Let me see. What do the what do the fans think? What do the fans think? Are they saying anything? No. No, they're not. B. John, B. John won't be, won't be there. there for us. I know, but still, if he's there, I'm taking him. But I'm not taking him right now. Smith, that D tackle, Mozzie Smith, not a bad option. I don't know if you want to put a first round pick on a D tackle. What's his size? Is he like an no, Oliver size, or is he a three, a one tech? Uh, let me Google him. Yeah, check him out real quick. Mozzie Smith, six three, three twenty three. So he's a he's a one tech most likely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, he's an option. Darnell Wright or Mozzie Smith? Darnell Wright or Mozzie Smith? Jeez, Louise. All right, uh, you choose. Mozzie uh, Smith. Darnell Wright. Like that, it is. Guess what? They have him in right now for a top 30 draft visit. Fair. So they're clearly interested in Darnell Wright. And Bean said when he was at senior camp, senior camps the senior bowl he was fixated on the tackles just saying okay. i'm not saying they're going right tackle oh my. Right, so so linebackers oh they trent. went trent simpson there it is that's that's a draft right there is that's a draft what's shoot man that was i thought we might lose all three of them i saw campbell come through. i was like shoot. yeah that scares me it does scare me if you go not round one linebacker we're going to be waiting on round two, sitting there, be like. So we have a trade uh, proposal here. Uh, no. We're at 91. Sydney Brown's on the board. Uh, we also you want give, extra we're offering a three and a five. I don't, I'm asking you, I, if it's me and I'm the Bills in actuality, I would take a fifth and a sixth round next year to move back yeah. 12 spots. I 100%. Would. 100%. But if there's a guy on the board that you are willing to trade that same amount for, like a Sydney Brown, who's the seventh overall prospect in year ninety one. Mm, would you make? I don't know. Trade? I don't know if I want Sydney Brown. Like, ooh, you know who's a good player? That Gervin, Gervin Dexter. Like, that's not a bad round three pick. Ooh, and he's the big guy, right? Yeah, he's a guy from Florida, six six three ten. Ooh, that's that's tempting. Will he be gone by one hundred three? Probably. Yeah, probably. Him and Sydney Brown will both be gone. Yeah, by then. if you want Sydney Brown, you want Gervin Dexter. Question is who else is still on the board? Let's check it out. Uh Roy Collins wants to know if his boy Siaki Aki Akia. I have no idea has if I'm Baylor's on the board. He's a D tackle. You go to D line and see if so he's still on the board. DL boom. German Dexter. Let's see, go Robert down. Kobe Wooden, Mike Morris, Moro, Ojomo, Kobe yeah. Turner, General Redman. Yeah, I think he's gone, buddy. Yeah, he might be gone. Sorry, yeah, gone. Roy Collins. He's Je- Gervin. What are the wide receiver positions? What do, what do we see wide receiver positions? Wide receivers. We got Tyler Scott from Cincinnati. Cedric Tillman is. I like Cedric Tillman a lot. Actually. Yeah, that's a tough pass. That's a tough. You already got Simpson. You already got your tackle. You already got your linebacker. At this point, it's luxury. It's another wide receiver and the potentially replacement of Gabe Davis. I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. We also have interior offensive lineman here in Luke Whipler from Ohio State. Not a bad option. He also could play the center position. They want to go edge Andre Carter from uh, Army. Yeah. Yep, there he is right there. I see him. Okay. Marvin Mims, the receiver. 
Joseph asked, and what about linebacker? We went Trenton Simpson in round two. Yep. So we got our linebacker. Yeah, we're good there. We got it. So for me, it would be either a Luke Whipler, mm-hmm. a Cedric Tillman, mm-hmm. or Andre Carter. Yeah, it would be one of those. One of those three is the guys for me. Maybe Gervin Dexter. Gervin Dexter. I, I, like, I like Dexter, but I think our defensive line is more set than our wide. I think receiver. they can wait until round four or five to go D tackle. As I would go Cedric Tillman or Luke Whip Whipler. That's my call. Also, Joe Tipman's on the board too from Wisconsin. Not a bad option either. Jeez, <sighs> he, he's he's way up there ranking wise. Best player does available. Have, does he have center flex? I don't know. Joe, or is he a center who plays? 23 draft. What is he? Interior alignment. Yep. Let's see. Give me a second. Offensive alignment. Offensive. Come on, Google. Oh my God. This is sorry. Is. No, take your time, man. We're good. I'm not in a rush. WrestleMania can wait for someone else. Offensive guard. Let's see. Let's go, Buffalo. Let's go. What's up, man? How are we doing? Yeah, I, 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 I missed him on my. He used to be on my shows all the time. What's up, man? What happened? Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Come on, man. Come back he in. He might be here because you're here. You might oh. have saw your tweet. and was like, I haven't seen him in a while. I work nights now, and it's Sunday. So, You talked about who you, who'd you mention? Uh, Joe Tipman. Yeah, he can play center position. So he's center and guard flex. And Mitch Morse is likely got one more year with us. You bring yeah. the guy. That's the move. That's the move, Tipman. I still think you can get a, we- a good weapon at one thirty. I think, yeah, I think so too. I actually, uh, I'm actually, and p- the guys who watch my show know I love Andre Yusovas. Yes, you uh, do from Princeton. But Cedric Tillman would be a hard pass up here for me. Yes, I was, he, he would. That. But there's so. some, there's still a few wide receivers to buffer that. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, so let's go, Joe Tipman. Come on, Cedric! Damn it, he's gone. Yeah, he was gonna go. We passed him. Martin's gone too. Don't nope. I see a guy like. Hang on, uh, this. So we move back five spots and get two more picks. What else? What are the trades? There's five trade offers. What the hell? Uh, move back to one thirty-one and get a fifth. That's not bad. Move back you one spot. One, yeah. <laughs> not bad option. And then at all. you have uh, move back thirty spots. Nope. Eight spots for a seven. No. Yeah, I'd rather do the one with the Bengals than that. Nope, nope. I like the Bengals this, one. This would this would be okay. You want to take it? Yeah. Boom. Okay. <sighs> Go to receivers. Jaden Reed is a stud. Or Hutchinson, either Reed or Hutchinson. Reed's small. Reed's smaller. Reed's six feet. Hutchinson's a big a big body receiver. What's their What's their speed like though? Give me a second. Uh, you you look up Reed. I'll look up Hutchinson. Okay. Xavier Hutchinson. I like I like Reed a lot. I like both people. Uh, Hutchinson six two. FYI, Reed is six. Reed's four four five. Four four five. More of a possession Xavier. target than a field stretcher. Okay, Xavier Hutchinson is six two two zero three. So, yeah, four five three speed. Uh, Do you want more of the Stefan Diggs prototypical receiver? I'm not saying he's Stefan Diggs, but 
but the more that style receiving, or do you want more of Gabe Davis style? Uh, Diggs. So then it's Jaden Reed. All right, we'll go Jaden Reed. Boom. There we go. A plus. Let's go, baby. All right. So they're offering us a you can kiss my. Yep. Never mind. Uh, oh, we're picking six more picks later. Oh, how well. Yeah. That's the beauty of that trade, man. You had pick right right behind it. So even if you traded back a little further, you still have a pick nearby. Yep. What about the D tackle market? What are we what are we looking for the D tackle market? D line. Let's go. Mike Morris Mike Michigan. Morris. I do like. What? Uh Moro Ajomo. I like him too. I think he's smaller though. Mike Morris is not a bad option. Wait, I want to see Mike Morris's size. Well, you go ahead and look him up. I'm looking up Ojomo. Ojomo's uh, more of an Ed Oliver type. Where's Mike Morris? Do they not list him as a D tackle? So he might be one of those three, four ends. Mozzie Smith. He, he, what does it say? He's a Michigan player, Mike Morris, right? Am I, or am I yeah. just losing my mind? Football player Mike Morris. I found him. Uh, he's six foot six. That boy is big. Yeah, Mike Morris, six foot. Yeah, they listed him as six, six foot five. Six, two seventy five. Yeah, they just listed him as six five two seventy five. No, thank you. Yeah, he's too small. No, thank you, Mike Morris. And Moro Ajomo was two ninety two at six foot. No, we need a three hundred pound plus big boy. Yeah, we need we need a big fat bastard who eats a lot of steak. Yes. Jalen uh, Ramsey is there, but he's that's a reach. At that point. I think we could wait on a D tackle. All right, so back to all. Uh, we got running back Zach Evans here. We got a bunch of running backs here. Double dip receiver. Kendra Miller, uh, Nick Herbig. You could line, double dip at linebacker. Wisconsin's known for mm-hmm. those. Uh, Xavier Hutchinson's still on the board. Yeah. Uh, I think Edge. Yep. Ooh, Isaiah McGuire. Luke Shoemaker, if you want to go tight end. I oh, like I do like that. Yeah. I we, like Luke Shoemaker. I'm pulling trigger. If yeah, before you put go Luke Shoemaker, but if we didn't go Joe uh Tipman, um, uh, I can't say his name, but the interior alignment for Michigan, he can also flex to center. Oh, you're talking about Olusegun Oluwatimi? Yeah, him. He, I like him a lot. He's like a round four guy that could flex to guard and center. So if we didn't go uh Joe the Wisconsin yeah. injury woman that could also do that, I would have went him so here. But if we, we did, did. If we didn't draft Tipman, I'd be with you 100% on yes. that, and I would take him here. But we have now gotten yes, we're good. We don't need to draft him. Yeah, I'm just saying, Cowboys. I think he's a guy for Bills fans to look out in round four. That's yeah, if, if it doesn't go the way we're drafting right now, absolutely positive. Yes, just putting that out there 100%. Uh, so loose shoemaker, pull and trigger, bow, pull the trigger, a plus three straight A pluses. Let's go. No, you're the Patriots. I hate you. No, you're Texas. I don't, like I don't need either. two six in them. Two seven. Nah, no. Yeah, they all stunk. So KJ Henry. Ooh, that's hard to pass up, bro. That is impossible that's, to pass, dude. Up. That's you can't. No, I'm not passing that up. Are you drafting him. Say yes, yeah. and it's it. Boom. Yeah, KJ Henry, hundred percent. Bro, he's still there. I would kick KJ. KJ Henry could be a third round pick. He could be, but you know, some of these guys that have that, that but he was behind needs a lineman and they draft a lineman who should be like a, a fourth round pick to draft in the second round because there was they a big it. ass run on him. But he was also behind Miles Murphy and Brian Breesey, who probably gonna be first round picks. Yeah. So he was a little swept on. Katie Henry's a guy. 
He's a dog. A plus again, four straight A plus. I love this draft. Oh, this is good right here. All right, so top of the draft. Punter. Edge, DJ Johnson from uh, Oregon. John Gaines, the interior offensive lineman from UCLA. What does the safety market look like is? Trey Dean the third from That's Florida. the guy I was talking about earlier. I found a horrible option at 205. Uh, I like I'm obs- him. I'm obsessed with this draft, dude. Yeah. What do you mean? Like, this is a great draft class. You mean like the... the no, what, like we, the did. what, we, did. Or, what no, we did. What we did. Okay. What we did. I was like, you talking about like this huge draft coming up in April? Or are you talking about... Or wait, well, it's actually I always love the draft, but this just our draft we're doing right now. This is Yeah, this is legit right here. Great way to end the show. All right, all right. Uh, I also like Jalen Graham from Purdue. I like this tape. Safety. I haven't heard a lot about him, but I, I trust your judgment. I like this tape, but... You know, I don't know if I would draft him. A two, he's I think, a I think, I think he'll be available. I think he'll be available. Yeah. Yeah. And then if we go back to all picks, we have double dip on linebacker. Could do that. Uh, but you have Terrell Bernard and you have Bailey. Yeah, that's true. I don't know if you need double yeah. dip. And then you also have um, Terrell Bernard, Bailey Spector, and uh, Tyrell Dotson. Yeah, I don't think if you already want Trent Simpson, I don't think you need double dip. So. What's the receiver, linebacker, punter? There's a punter on the board. Yeah, they were good on that one. We have Sam Martin, so. Running back. Let's see. Last pick of the draft. Can't hurt drafting a running back. No. What what are the top running backs? Uh, Xavier Valade from Arizona State. Is You can keep going up a little. There's more. There's more room. You got more room. Oh, shoot. Okay. Muhammad Ibrahim. He's oh wait, he's on the board. Oh, okay, take him. I didn't even see him. Take him. Take him. I <laughs> Hang on. I think I was down there for a whole lot of stuff. Hang on. Let me go back to all. Did you, you said safety before, right? Or was it a yeah, safety? Safety. No, you were safety. good. You were good on good there. I would think I was off on some other linebacker. D Winters is on the board. Ooh. Uh freaking people I'm like D Winters. People like D Winters a lot. I do like D Winters, yeah. If he's there in the sixth, then sure. But with Muhammad Ibrahim on the board. This is the perfect spot to draft a running back. Perfect spot. All right, let's go with him. A plus, and, A plus. Look at those. Look at this draft, dude. And he was good. He was like, he was legit good in college. Yeah, he got injured. That's what kind of hurt him. He got injured against Syracuse, right in the, in the final. No, I think yeah, he also got injured junior year. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Gets a lot pick, so you know, no risk, no reward. Oh my god. I'm on board for this. KJ Henry. I might Jaden Reed. Can you let's save this is? Save that mother. <laughs> All right. And we'll share it on Twitter. Because I can and I will. Let's go, Wiz. And what is your Twitter handle again? DBOC Peter. On the screen is. I'm not looking at that. I'm looking at. Twitter now. I'm joking, is I'm joking. My bad. I'm busting the chops. Busting the chops. I think a draft. I didn't like break it down here. Like Jaden Reed, great option. I think Stefan Diggs, moral type. You have Darnell Wright, starting immediate right tackle. Trent Simpson, your starting middle linebacker, most likely fit the schemes a little. Different besides Drew Sanders and Jack Campbell. And then you have, obviously, 
Who's the third round pick? Who, who's the heck was that third round pick? The third round pick? Let me go back. So it went to Twitter. Go back. There we go. I don't think it – there it is. Okay, hang on. You didn't tweet it the first time. Yeah, for some reason it's some error because I had to log into Twitter. Some BS. Who, I don't know. I'll delete that tweet. You tagged me. DBSCPA did this mock on the Red Zone Report tonight. Yeah, we did. Is We did the mock. DiBiase, here we go. And I did this mock on the Red Zone Report. But not Mickey Vicky. Who the heck was our third round pick? Uh, it was. We, I'll just go back. Boom. Boom. Joe, thank you. That's I'm on board for that. There you go. There you can see all the picks now. Darnell Wright, Trenton Simpson, Joe Tipman, Jaden Reed, Luke Schoonmaker, Schoonmaker. I think it's Schoonmaker. Actually, I went to. I was in the army with a guy with that same last name, and we used to call him Schoon. Really. And then uh, KJ Henry and Muhammad Ibrahim. That is a freaking draft right there. It's a great draft. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So we added one additional pick to the draft. Outstanding. Nothing better is. Nothing better indeed. Oh, thank you, sir, for coming on my show tonight. I appreciate that. Anytime, man. Any, anytime. I always, I always enjoy it. And yeah, I appreciate. It. I always like enjoying your show. You do some. Great content. Everybody at Built in Buffalo does great content. But no, yeah, I yeah. appreciate I appreciate it, man. Always a pleasure. It was a pleasure doing business with you too tonight, man. I appreciate that. That draft was outstanding. You know, and I think oh. that highlighting that middle linebacker, which is the obvious need for the Bills, mm-hmm. should be a target within the first two to three rounds mm-hmm. is is essential to the success of the Bills going forward. Yeah. Hundred percent. Not right, even twenty twenty three, but future. Yes, sir. All right, everybody. Thank you for coming. See you next week. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.